0: And the core of it is don't look at yourself as a victim and don't look at the situations that come to you that you have in your head as, quote, bad. Don't look at them as bad. Look at them as a gift. It's a gift that's, that's basically challenging you to rise to overcome it and in overcoming it, you gain the strength, the technique, the skill, the muscle to deal with not only that, but whatever else is in your path. If you're a person who's heard the word no from a boss, an ex, a team that cut you, a job market that didn't want you, an accident or diagnosis that left you debilitated and depressed, or felt paralyzed by any setback that you just weren't willing to accept, this is the show for you. 10,000 knows is a roadmap built by guests who have blazed trails, silenced critics, and overcome the odds by facing down their fears and transforming their failures into fuel. I don't care if you're young or old, healthy or sick, there is always an opportunity for growth. This is Matthew Del Negro, and you're listening to 10,000 Knows. Welcome back to 10,000 Nose. As always, thank you for being here. It is it is my pleasure to bring this podcast to you every week. And um, I want to really thank you from the bottom of my heart for all of the feedback. I, I want to give a shout out to this guy, Sean Cale Williams. He's probably listening right now because he sends uh, direct messages to me uh, on um, – on Instagram, I have reposted what he said, uh, this last one for last week. Now, he is an actor, and last week he said, Matt, I just have to tell you um, that last podcast with Mark O'Brien motivated me so freaking much. Since then, I don't know what happened, but I feel like I've almost manifested my goals, and just like that, incredible things started to happen. Just wanted to say thank you again for the great work and energy give. I really look up to you. Uh, that." Thank you, Sean. Um, I don't know Sean just through these DMs. Um, it is it is really nice. Uh, if you are listening and you've been enjoying this um, and you're getting something from it, first of all, obviously, as I always say, please share it with your friends and family. Um, but if you're thinking about sending something in, definitely send me an email, info at 10000 or tweet about it or put it on Instagram or whatever it is. Uh, It really helps the show. And not only that, it really helps my spirit. I got to tell you, and it makes me want to keep doing it because there are a lot of times I get busy, I got a full life, a family, a career, all of that. And I go, what am I doing? I've got this whole other career that I've dumped on my own lap. And it's a lot of work and it's a lot of time. And the thing that keeps me going, I've said it before, is just knowing that you are listening and benefiting from it. And it motivates me to go, hey, maybe there's someone that needs to hear whatever it is that you have to say and you may think it's not a big deal, but for wherever they are in their life right now, it really resonates and it helps them get through a tricky time. And and that's it. So it's it's become this obligation, uh, but it's a joyful one, especially when I get the feedback like that, because I go, okay, I'm not just speaking into a vacuum here. So thank you for that. Thank you for anyone else that I'm, I'm not specifically pointing out. Uh, thanks to Mark O'Brien, great actor. I don't know Who out of you guys um, saw the finale of City on a Hill or watched this season? Uh, Kevin Bacon is amazing. Aldous Hodge is amazing. The the whole... The whole cast, really, and it was really fun having Mark O'Brien sit down with me and tell me about his journey. I I knew a little bit about him. I didn't know a ton. I've worked with his wife, but it was great hearing his story and uh, what he did, particularly early on, just for the joy of it with his buddies. The fact that they they went out and made movies, and that's you know that nobody was seeing, and then their friends were seeing. But that's really how he got his start in a really small town, and it just proves to any of you listening wherever you may live. I mean, I get emails from people all over the world and sometimes remote parts of the world. Um it, it it I think Mark's story really proves that if you really follow your bliss, uh obviously you have to have some talent. He's a talented dude, but you can do it from anywhere now more than ever. I mean, we've got I saw this this keynote speak Speak keynote. Speak keynote speech. Last week, uh, this past weekend in San Diego, um, it was this Empire Business Summit with former guests uh, Bedros Koulian and Craig Ballantyne. and they had all these incredible keynote speakers. And one of them was, I think his name was Dan Fleischman. I think was the name. He's the youngest person to have founded a publicly traded company. And he talked about embedding yourself in the internet. And one of the things he did at one point, he put a slide up and he said, these are all of the companies that weren't here 10 years ago. And it was an incredible list of, of huge companies and and devices and and tools that we all use, and we don't even think about them. Anymore, And they weren't even here 10 years ago. I think it was slightly dated. Maybe some of them, like he may have had iPhone and I think I had my first iPhone in 2007. So that's 12 years ago, but you get the gist. So the point is now more than ever, you have no excuses in terms of connecting with an audience or clients or whatever it is that you do. You can really make it happen if you have the drive and you have the will. So Mark's story is is that much more incredible because he did it prior to that. I mean, if you if you go back and listen to that episode, he was talking about talking about editing his their films on a, a VCR, another VCR and then and then taping the TV screen and adding music that way. It was it was kind of funny and uh also really endearing and made me really root for him. So Today, I want to talk to you about how you can use anything, literally anything, to help you go toward your goals. And it can be the things, you know, we, we want everything to happen, you know, right now. We want this and we want it to happen now. And we're kind of taught that in today's society because of these tools that we have. You know, we basically have computers that we're walking around with in our pocket and we can connect with anybody across the world. And that's great. The The bad side of it, the flip side of it, is that sometimes we expect things right now, you know? And a lot of times, as you know, if you're listening to this podcast, certainly you were drawn to it because it's all about overcoming the nose and overcoming adversity. So you know that things don't happen the way you want them to exactly most of the time. So when something happens that you feel like, why is this happening to me? Why am I the victim here? Why why do I have to overcome this obstacle? And everybody else gets to just go around the end and I have to go through this. And I've got a story that's, it's actually kind of embarrassing. I've actually um, deliberated as to whether I wanted to talk about it, but I'm going to plunge in and I'm going to talk about it because I think there is something valuable in it for you. Uh, basically... We went away on vacation. We were gone for like three weeks, came back to the house with my son. He was doing a camp and we saw out of the corner of our eye, a mouse going across like from behind the the refrigerator. So I was like, oh, what the hell is that? The the dog starts barking. You're like, what's going on? So put out some little, uh, a little mouse trap and I got one and then I got another and then I got another like three consecutive days. I'm like, what is happening? And we have a garage that has like a, kind of like a family room, but it's like an outdoor garage. And we just kind of like spruced it up. And I I saw one out there and I put something in and I got one. I was like, this is nasty. And I was kind of, depressed and just like overwhelmed. I had so many things to attend to after being away for so long that I needed to get to. And I'm like, this is the last thing I want to deal with. And I had a whole big rigmarole with the exterminator. I couldn't get them to come out to the house and i had called them and they had to Uh, they had to bow out because of a a family emergency and then they weren't getting in touch with me. So long story short, I had to wait till the end of the week. So I felt like I all of a sudden turned into this, you know, hunter of mice. Um, It was like I had waged war with them and I'm like, I am gonna exterminate these little bastards. So uh, I started doing this, but what I realized was there was a lot of extra stuff in our garage slash family room, like TV thing that we had set up for the kids. And there was a lot of extra stuff. And I walked by it every day for months, maybe even more than months. Like it was just like tools that weren't in place and things that weren't really dealt with. And it was bogging me down, but I was never dealing with it because there was always something else to do, something else to do. And finally, one day, I'm talking to my buddy Chris, who's also an actor. I've talked about a lot on the the podcast, and um, and I said to him, "Man, I'm like, I'm I, I feel lethargic. I feel like depressed. I'm like, why Why is this happening to me right now? When I have so much other crap to get done? Why are there freaking mice here? So, what I did was. I flipped it and I've done this in many different areas of my life. I do it. This is what the whole podcast is about, but I wanted to bring up this kind of ridiculous situation to you because I think there's something valuable to realize even this. Even mice, there is a lesson in this. And it's so mundane and it's it's kind of it's embarrassing because you're like, god, I had mice and I'm telling people that that I had it. But what I've realized and that's part of the story is that Everybody I know has dealt with this at some point. People that I know have not only dealt with mice, they've dealt with rats. They've dealt with, you know, people deal with it, but you're you're kind of, I think the mice in this story are a metaphor. So I'm talking to Chris and I said, what's happening? And I finally was like, it was like I was being a victim. I was being bogged down by it. And I said, you know what? I'm going to do what our acting coach tells us. And I've talked about on this show, when you have a role, She would say, why did this role hurdle through the universe and land on my lap right now? What am I going through right now that I can learn from this character and this experience that's going to help me move forward? And how can I infuse that into the role? And how can I use the character and the story in the film or TV show or play to help my life? And how can I use my life to help inform this character? So I basically was like, okay, I'm going to do this with the mice. I said, why did these mice hurtle through the universe and land, not on my lap, but in my house in the garage right now? What am I supposed to do? And I got to tell you, I know it sounds nuts, but all of a sudden, it's just like a switch flipped in my head. And instead of me looking at it like, oh, why me? I was like, oh, okay, this is a challenge. And I started to think about my role on City on a Hill. And I play the guy who's the captain of the gang unit. And he is in the worst part of town, and he's got to clean it up. And I thought, huh, well, that sounds a lot like my garage and the mice. So he's doing this. How can I be inspired by my character, Chris Kaysen, to deal with this thing in my personal life? And how can I then use this little thing, as crazy as it sounds, to help inform me next season when I have more material and I have to deal with this? And it's as simple as that. It's flipping a switch. And all of a sudden, this became this project that I was excited about and I had energy toward it and I was fired up and I was on the balls of my feet instead of on my heels and feeling bad for myself. And I went from a victim to someone who was actually like, I am going to clean this garage like you'd never believe. And it led to all of this wood we had on the side of the house, that this nice wood that we had that we hadn't used. I borrowed tools. I borrowed a miter saw from my next door neighbor. I borrowed a, a drill. I had two drills going and I ended up putting up this wood in the garage completely, not only cleaned out the garage, but refurbished it. It, it was... It was like a a complete transformation and i felt so light and i felt like my workspace cuz it 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 butts up against the office and studio where i record this and where i write and all of a sudden i felt like oh my god i have just completely cleared the deck and i am so fired up my workspace is now and and the surrounding areas are now more inspiring i'm ready to go i'm i'm feeling super organized i took a ton of stuff to goodwill like Carloads of stuff to Goodwill, and that felt good. Stuff that we just weren't dealing with, and it all came really from the mice. And then the exterminator came. We that they are boom, they are gone. Haven't seen one since. They they did what they had to do. He kind of coached me through it, and I thought, I this is this is bananas. But I'm going to do an episode on this because what happens. Is you know you have some impressive guests on this podcast, and it's great, and I love all of the guests, and and you have this uh, these incredible conversations, and sometimes you get feedback from people. People will send me emails and say, "Well, that's great, but those people are way up there, and what about me dealing with this little thing right now in my life? Like you don't get what I'm saying. I'm dealing with the minutia of life, and I'm thinking, what more minutia than dealing with mice in your place? What more minutia than dealing with crap that's like sitting in your garage that you haven't dealt with? And it sounds like it's just minutia and it's just little stuff. But as people say, it's almost cliche now, people say how you do one thing is how you do everything. Well, when you do that and you conquer the garage or whatever it may be that right now is is having you pull your hair out as you're listening to this, when you conquer that, all of a sudden you get momentum to go toward the bigger things. You get those little things and you get little victories and you build on them. And it's really simple. And the core of it is don't look at yourself as a victim and don't look at the situations that come to you that you have in your head as quote bad. Don't look at them as bad. Look at them as a gift. It's a gift that's that's. Basically challenging you to rise to overcome it, and in overcoming it, you gain the strength, the technique, the skill, the muscle to deal with not only that, but whatever else is in your path. And I know that is the premise of the show, but I think breaking it down to this little nugget uh, is is important for you to see that the principle, it works on a macro scale— but it also works, sorry about that, it works on a macro scale, but it also works on a micro scale. And it takes those those little steps in order to, holy cow, for some reason, my son's uh, <laughs> FaceTime is hooked up to my computer. Hang on. All right, listen, I just paused that and I'm coming back. And I was going to edit that out of the episode, but I'm actually going to keep it in so you can see. Uh, this is the minutia of life. I've got my my son's friend FaceTiming me, him, and it's coming up on where I'm uh, recording right now. It's a perfect example of life is messy. It's not so clean cut, but you got to deal with all of these things in order to be able to deal with the bigger things. And if you just see all of these, hear all of these conversations that I've had here with these amazing guests, and you just see it on this this level that's in a in a a philosophical way and, and it's a it's it's somewhere out there in the distance, it'll be entertaining, it'll be good cocktail talk, but it's not going to really help you. This stuff, this little stuff is what is going to help you, okay? And so you need to really examine your life the way an actor does. I mean, this is this is what we do. You know, a lot of people that that are not actors have an idea of what it is. Really what we're doing, we have to lay out our lives and examine all of the areas of our life because we have to know how we deal with things to then know the difference between how we deal with it and how our character deals with it. So it's all about being self-aware. But what you have to do in whatever field you're in is these exact same thing. You got to look at all of these ways in which, you know, you hear these, there there are podcasts, you know, coming out your ears these days, you know, and you can hear these amazing conversations and that's cool. But then you walk away and you're like, oh yeah, I heard this amazing, you know, podcast with so-and-so, but you don't apply it. your life. So what I'm telling you is these principles apply to every second of every day of your life. You just have to look at them that way. Look at your life like it's the movie that you're the star of and make it go well. Don't be the movie where it's just about the person who's like, wow, wow, wow. Why am I, you know, why am I always the victim? No one wants to watch that movie. No one's going to want to talk to you. No one's going to want to deal with your crap because guess what? They're dealing with their own crap. Everyone's in their own boat and everyone's boat has a couple of leaks and they're just trying to patch up those leaks and keep going. And now you're looking around and you're going, why isn't anybody helping me? Why nobody cares about me? No, it's not that they don't, it's not that they, they're, they're against you. It's that they don't even realize that you need their help because they're too busy getting water out of their own little canoe. So don't, Be a victim. It doesn't help you. It doesn't help anyone around you. And no one's going to want to hang with you. And trust me, I'm not just... I'm not saying it to you that are listening. I'm saying it to myself because I have periods of time... I mean, right now I still go through it where I'm just catching myself. The language I'm using when I'm talking to people or the language I'm using when I'm talking to myself... And I'm going, I'm feeling bad for myself. Why? I'm so lucky. I am so lucky. Why would I feel bad for myself? Do you know how many people have it so much worse than you? I'm going to release an episode on September 13th with former Navy SEAL Jason Redman. When you hear his story And you hear how his face was shot through the back from the cheek, was gone. His nose was gone. He was in a firefight in Afghanistan. He's bleeding out. It's amazing. And this guy came back from it. And he says the same thing. There are people out there that have it worse than him. So stop feeling bad for yourself, whether it's that you got mice in your house or you got, uh, you know, you're not getting paid enough or or people aren't recognizing you enough. Stop complaining and just do something about it. Dig deeper, work harder, make it work. Make it so that they cannot ignore you. Be so good that they cannot ignore you. That's what I'm saying. The ball is in your court. My ball is in my court. I can point my finger all I want. I can point it at, I have stuff to do for the kids. I have stuff to do for my wife. I've I've got to go run around and do this. I've got to get the podcast going. You know what? Blah, 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 blah. Get it done. Figure it out. Talking to myself as much as I'm talking to you. Listen, wow, I got a little fired up there, didn't I? I hope this resonates with you. I hope this helps you. And if it does, and you got a friend that you feel like has been bitching about stuff all the time, complaining and kind of getting annoying, and you're kind of like ignoring that person because you're like, man, I don't even want to pick up the phone when this person calls because they're just going to tell me all their problems. Send this episode to them. Send it to them. (laughs) It'll be a not so subtle way of saying, shut the F up and just get it done. We all got problems. All right, guys, I'm very excited to tell you, in addition to Jason Redman, the former Navy SEAL I just told you about, I've also got uh, Jeff Perry, the actor from Scandal, who played Cyrus. Uh, I interviewed him last week. He was one of the founding members of Steppenwolf Theater Company. Amazing guy. Uh, Great conversation with him. Uh, Sarah Shahi, who I work with on City on a Hill, uh, we are going to link up in September. Amanda Clayton also from City on a hill gonna link up with her at some point this fall uh, there are a lot of great people coming down the pipeline and I'm also going to give you these solo episodes because I dig them and I'm getting good feedback on them that people are being helped by them so uh, thank you so much I want to throw something else uh, into your your uh, heads your brains to think about and email me about. A lot of entrepreneurs uh, that I have become friends with through this show have been telling me, hey man, you are giving out this, you are helping people with encouragement with the podcast and with the stuff that you post on social media. You need to do uh, some kind of online video course on some of the the principles that you espouse. Um, you can apply them to a bunch of different things that you do. So I'm in the midst of, Of developing something like that If you have anything That you think I can help you with That you think would make for a good course Please email me Info at 10,000knows.com If you don't, I'm going to come up with stuff anyway Uh, I'm sure it will take longer Than I want it to because it always does But If you have something where you think Oh, I really like the way he talks about Blah, blah, blah And I need help with blah, blah, blah Maybe Matt can help me Tell me And hopefully I can devise a course around it and I will, you know, put it on the website so you can buy it and download it and all that stuff and have something to learn from. That is it for today. Can't wait to see you next week. Can't wait to bring you those other interviews and uh, have a great week. Thanks for listening. And as always, post it, share it, send it to your friends and uh, be well.